Hello listeners and traders, welcome back to Money Talk with Patrick. I am your host Patrick, trading mentor and creator of TC Trading. So in today's episode, I will be covering some of the concerns surrounding Bitcoin's environmental impact and the reason why Elon Musk has backed down from supporting Bitcoin. I will also summarize the key differences between proof of work and proof of stake. Remember, it doesn't matter if cryptocurrencies are up or down as long as they are moving. If you are interested in learning how to trade them, head to tctrading.com to find more about my Forex and crypto trading course. So hello everyone, how's it going? Once again on Thursday, here we are. I hope that you are doing great. Now let's tackle the elephant in the room, shall we? And what I mean by elephant in the room, of course, I mean uh, what Elon Musk tweeted a couple days ago. So just to give you a little bit of background, if you are not aware about Elon Musk, of, of course, you know who he is, but maybe you don't know that he is kind of like a strong advocate or slash supporter of cryptocurrencies. And I must say that it it's more, more than he is an advocate. He seems to be an advocate uh, rather than, you know, something that being uh, that, that's actually official. In any case, if you go to his tweets, if you go through his uh, history in his tweets, you will find a lot of memes about Dogecoin. You will find a lot of posts about Bitcoin, etc. You, you, could potentially say that he's kind of like a fan uh, hyping dogecoin uh, around so much but in any case these are some of the reasons why he seems to be this strong advocate uh, for cryptocurrencies in any case we are talking about him because of one of his latest tweets specifically where he said and i quote Tesla has suspended vehicle purchases using Bitcoin. We are concerned about the rapidly increased use of fossil fuels for Bitcoin mining and transactions, especially coal, which has the worst emissions of any fuel. So basically what he's saying is that there's a concern in the environmental impact of Bitcoin. Now, this is nothing that's uh, new, okay? And this is something that's well known that Bitcoin consumes a lot of electricity due to the nature of its algorithm. Now, that question here and why Elon Musk had a lot of backlash and especially from the crypto community, which I already said that it can be a little bit toxic, toxic if they are really put in that place, if they're put between a hard place and a rock, like in this case. Uh, but the problem with uh, this specific tweet is the history that Elon Musk has with, for instance, the SEC with kind of like, I wouldn't say that he's manipulating the market, but he has a strong history with, uh, with some problematics regarding that. And what I mean is that he has some problems with the SEC. For those who you don't know, the SEC is the Security and Exchange Commission. Basically, they oversee all of the investments in the US, you know, in terms of securities, in terms of what people are doing, what uh, investment banks are doing, etc., etc. In any case, Elon Musk has already been fined before uh, for talking about Tesla stock and trying to push the price up way back uh, a few years ago. So they don't have the best relationship. And, you know, I respect Elon Musk. I think he has done such amazing and great things that pretty much no one else has done or no one no one else might be able to do for that matter. But in any case, it seems that he wasn't 
able to uh, manipulate the stock market and now what he's doing is trying to switch that into the cryptocurrency market which is not fully regulated so there's a lot of space for him to do that because you have to think that he is really a smart man and he already put 1.5 billion dollars uh, with tesla into bitcoin and you wouldn't have put that money without doing previous research without doing previous forecasts of how the, uh, the environmental impact of bitcoin would actually have repercussions in the real world right now they are still going to be invested in bitcoin they are not selling the entirety of tesla's bitcoin but they are pointing out that because of this issue they are not going to be allowing people to buy bitcoin now here is where i leave you guys uh think about it and reflect on it because this is kind of all only my opinion but is he really trying to say that bitcoin is still a good uh thing or is he trying to drive the prices down to maybe purchase more that's kind of like the thing that everyone is speculating and where all of this um polemic regarding this specific tweet comes from in any case let's talk a little bit more about the differences between proof of work and proof of stake and this is so that you can really understand where is elon musk coming from so just to recap what proof of work is and i already mentioned it in one of the episodes uh, which i call what is bitcoin mining so you can always go back if you haven't heard it if you haven't listened to it but if you have not then this will be a good refresher so you might already know that miners or the people who are mining bitcoin you know the people who are running this algorithm they find a solution for this specific algorithm and then they get rewarded for it they get some sort of uh, reward in terms of bitcoin every time a new block is mined is achieved right now apart from that all miners need to validate the mine block so all the miners need to validate each and one of the transactions that are happening in the bitcoin network now this is very important because if you are making every single computer out there that's running this algorithm you have to think about all the different pieces all the different graphics cards all the different aces mining uh, rigs that are in the world that they have to do exactly the same thing now of course because of this because of how consuming uh, power consuming these devices are bitcoin or the bitcoin network consumes a lot of energy overall in fact bitcoin uses more energy than even in third countries such as sweden and malaysia now this is something that you're gonna find in different articles i think this is from the forbes article but of course this is slightly a, a little bit out of context now i want to be fair you know i you know that i always try to be neutral i always try to look at both sides and really analyze what's happening i don't really want to be biased uh, for some uh, specific reason so i do believe that there is a concern or an environmental concern with bitcoin but at the same time if you're thinking about a global payment system that's frictionless and can be used basically by anyone in the world it is normal that it's gonna consume more electricity than small countries now if you were to put this into comparison with the us with the likes of um, china 
or any other advanced and big dense countries then i would uh, suggest that then there is a real problem okay but if you are comparing them with a middle to a small countries uh, with not a lot of population then i don't think it's really an issue just now i think the main issue is not the amount of power that it consumes but that some part of that power is actually being obtained with uh, coal plants which of course we know that that's basically the worst uh, fossil fuel uh, that you can use because it's the most inefficient and this is where the problem is because it's so even though it's so inefficient just because you get so much reward right now with the bitcoin prices that uh, they are so high up it makes it very uh, plausible and it makes it very rewarding for you to actually do that even if you go back to coal right People and coal factories usually are not going to be, uh, well, not all of them are going to be used any longer because they're not really that efficient for the power output that you have. But in this case, it is actually very profitable. Now, another thing that I want to mention about proof of work is that it gives rewards to people with more and more capable equipment. And this is something I already covered, but basically this is giving more power to the already rich, right? And the thing is talking more about centralization is that there are these called mining pools, which combine the hashing power of different computers, meaning they kind of like gather all these devices together, or at least the output of these devices to divide rewards accordingly. But of course, the problem is that they make this chain more centralized instead of decentralized and this is something i'm going to cover at the end of this episode in any case let's talk a little bit about what proof of stake is now as opposed to proof of work proof of stake works with validators instead of miners and these validators they have to deposit a certain number of tokens into the network and you know once they deposit that into the network they're gonna be a kind of like um unable to use them okay it's kind of like if you put uh, an investment for a year or so or some time where you cannot actually retrieve that money this is just an example for you to imagine it's not really what is happening in any case this validator is chosen pseudo randomly to mint slash forge so we are not mining anymore we're minting slash forging the next block now you would think okay if in the case of proof of work you need all this computer power just to get a chance of actually being able to mine the next block how are you chosen with proof of stake well the way it, it works is that is that it has different variables for instance you have staking age depending how long have you been staking there's also a randomization a randomization factor which means that you know it's randomly distributed in a certain way so that it's kind of fair to everyone and there's also a variable which is the stake amount so probably the more stake you have in the network the more the chances you're gonna be uh, rewarded now the cool thing about proof of stake is that validators lose part of their stake for approving fraudulent transactions. So this is kind of uh, not incentivizing them to do fraudulent transactions or to attempt this 51% attack. Now, because of the proof of stake and how it works, you don't have everyone validating exactly every single transaction that is happening that way proof of stake works is cheaper because not all nodes have to validate 
a block. And this is very important. This essentially makes a 51% attack more impractical because if you wanted to make a 51% attack, you it doesn't matter if you have all the, in, in terms of proof of work, if you have most of the mining computers or you have a super uh, global uh, kind of like a mining pool that covers more than 51% attack. Here is not that practical. Why? Because you actually need more than 51% of the total market cap or the total circulating supply in the, the, for the specific network that you're choosing. So, of course, you are talking that cryptocurrencies are valued at the billions, hundreds of billions, if not uh, more, uh, in some cases. So you will have to have more than 50% of that circulating supply, which, of course, makes it nearly impossible, or at least it's not economically viable. And that's the most important part. In any case, my final thoughts, uh, first of all, let's talk about centralization because there is kind of like a myth in here, right? Um, when Bitcoin first came out, it was supposed to take away the power from the government, from the banks, you know, trying to get rid of this middleman and trying to give you that power so that you can actually move your crypto wherever you want without needing anyone else without anyone saying hey you can't do it you just can't because it's kind of decentralized right that was the idea now the problem with centralization and with cryptocurrencies nowadays is that they incentivize the already rich people get even richer and, and now here i'm specifically talking about uh, the mining part right about how the network is maintained i'm not talking about like well you wouldn't be able to have put some money before and then make a lot of money even if you are not rich maybe you you became rich i'm talking more about how these networks are sustained so in this case now, because of the mining, as I said, in proof of work, you know, if you are all, an already rich company or you are someone with a lot of money, you can afford all this equipment and you can actually profit from that. Whether someone with just a computer with, I don't know, a thousand dollars to spare, they won't be able to benefit from this. And the same goes to proof of stake because the same applies if you have more power if you have more money you can purchase more tokens you can purchase more cryptocurrencies and you can have a bigger reward of course this is uh, according to the percentage you know depending how much or how uh, percentage uh, percentage wise how much more you have against other people who are uh, other people who are staking now in terms of electricity com consumption power consumption proof of work consumes vast energy due to the cryptographic difficulty okay this is what i explained before but in comparison proof of stake does not need high highly complex sums in order to be solved those it's more cost efficient to verify the transactions and those the power consumption is substantially lower which might be more beneficial in terms of long-term investment as a, a payment infrastructure now the last thing is the 51 percent attack you know as i already mentioned it's rather difficult to do on a big chain like bitcoin but regardless of that it makes no financial sense on proof of stake because the bad actor 
if they can do it or if they fail they might and most likely they would lose all of their stake and because you need to be staking more than you were rewarded then there's no economical incentive to actually do this now of course not all the cryptocurrencies out there have a proof of stake model in fact there's very little of them that they actually have it and the ones that come to mind is cardano of course ethereum wants to fully apply it which is gonna be huge once it does but as of right now most rely on proof of work and this is why elon musk is hinting at them in any case traders and listeners i hope that you enjoyed this episode of money talk with patrick cryptocurrencies are not an easy investment to understand so make sure you do your due diligence before investing in them if you feel you have gained value from this or any other episodes, you can support my content through either buymeacoffee.com slash tctrading or through tctrading.com. Thank you very much for listening and I will see you in the next episode. Take care.